Hello, and welcome to another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. Today, I am talking about quite a subject about demons, where they came from, demon possession, their schemes. And it's because our church is preaching through Matthew, and we got up to Matthew 8 with the passage about the Gadarene demoniacs. So it's in the Bible. Let's discuss. Demons are unholy angels. These are the ones who followed Satan into rebellion. And this occurred sometime between Genesis 1.31, when God declared everything very good, and Genesis 3.1, when the serpent was not very good, but was the most crafty beast of the field. His fall is described in Isaiah 14, 12 to 14, and Ezekiel 28, 12 to 18. And the angels who did not follow Satan and remained as God's servants, those are the holy angels. So unholy angels, aka demons, don't just destroy humans and oppose God, they also oppose the holy angels. We learn in Jude 1.9 that Michael the archangel was disputing with the devil, arguing about the body of Moses. Jude 1.9. So holy angels and unholy angels war with each other too. An angel, for example, was dispatched to bring a message to Daniel, but an unholy angel stood in his way for 21 days. He was only overcome when Archangel Michael was sent to help, so the holy angel could go on his way. So we have seen the unholy angels inciting war in heaven, Revelation 12, 7, and they mess with the activity of the second heaven, you know, in the air, and they trouble the people on the earth. So they really exist everywhere. The passage in Matthew 8 is always astonishing when I read it. The passage, again, is the Gadarene demoniac. Our church elders are preaching through Matthew, and we got to this passage in Matthew 8, 28 to 34. In it, we learn that two men were demon-possessed, or in biblical terms, actually, demonized. That means, as we can see from the text, that a demon, or demons, plural, were literally inside their body. This man's body, his biology, responded to the demons to the extent that the man screamed, cut his own skin, and broke chains that the populace used to try and bind him. Humans don't have the strength to break iron chains on a regular basis, and they don't have a desire to live naked among the tombs. This kind of living is what demons desire, to destroy a man or make him unfit for human association. And it happened when he broke his chains one too many times. The people around just left them to their own devices and just avoided the area completely. 
so he was unfit for human association. Now, not all demons act like that. They're not all obviously wild and untamable. Some are seemingly calmer, but they still do their evil just through words. We know that the demon-possessed slave girl with a spirit of divination could speak and think. She earned her master much money by divining the future. She followed Paul around saying, these men are slaves of the most high God who are proclaiming to you the way of salvation. Acts 16, 17b. In another case, we learn that a quote, lying spirit, unquote, offered to go into the prophets and entice them. That's in 1 Kings 22, 20-22. I'll read it. And Yahweh said, Who will entice Ahab so that he will go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? And one said this while another said that. And then a spirit came forward and stood before Yahweh and said, I will entice him. And Yahweh said to him, How? And he said, Well, I'll go out and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. Then God said, you shall entice him and you shall prevail. Go out and do so. As a side note, this is why we cannot tolerate a confirmed false teacher. They are either demonized, meaning their very body is hosting an evil entity, or they are demon influenced, meaning they are externally troubled by a demon, as Paul was. And thus, they are in the, not the spirit um, divining girl, slave girl, but Paul was troubled by a demon um, that was the thorn in his side. So they are full of lies about God and his people. There is no such thing as eating the meat and spitting out the bones. You're eating lies and poison. So demons have various methods they employ. Their total aim and goal is to thwart God's plans and destroy God's people. They also destroy, uh, enjoy destroying unsaved people. We know all this because John 10.10 10 says, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I come that they may have life and have it abundantly. Well, so far we know that, one, demons exist. Two, demons used to be holy angels, but chose to sin with Satan. Three, demons employ various methods to try and thwart God, as in violent possession or harassing or lying. Four, demons can enter a person or even an animal. Remember, they begged to go into the pigs instead of the abyss. Can a de Christian be demon-possessed? No. We have the Holy Spirit inside us, and we are sealed with him as the guarantee. 2 Corinthians 1.22 Satan, or his minion demons, can influence us, or tempt us, like Satan did to Jesus in the, in the wilderness, but 
a demon cannot enter us. Here, Tom Pennington answers that question, can a Christian be demon-possessed, which David Knight asked him. David Knight is the owner of Exposit the Word, a ministry I recommend. So it's a very short video. I'll put a link to it. And again, question was, can a Christian become demon-possessed? Tom Pennington and everyone else who knows the Bible says no. There is much more to say about demons, of course. This was just a very short introductory piece. Unholy angels are fascinating. The unseen realms, their doings. But, as I said, they are, it is biblical because they are in the Bible. We do study them, but we keep our focus on Jesus. The demons obey him. They know who he is. They call him the son of God in Matthew 28, 29. They know their ultimate destination, Luke 8, 31. But Jesus is, in, is king. He is in control of heaven. And he is in control of second heaven, you know, the air. And he is in control of earth. Someday those evil demons will, will receive their just punishment. Until then, pray to Jesus alone, but be aware they are in the world attempting to sway you from your walk with him. Further resources I'll link to. Martin Lloyd-Jones has a wonderful series called um, The Great Doctrines of God. And he talks about the holy angels. It's a sermon called good angels. Sadly, the recording to its follow-up sermon, The Devil and the Fallen Angels, was lost. But it's synopsized here in a link in an essay, and in another link I'll post, it's synopsized in PowerPoints. And there's a Ligonier six-minute um, explanation about demons um, video that you can listen to or um, you can read its transcription. So that is about demons. Check out the links from credible sources. There are many, many uncredible sources that are talk about this subject because it is so fascinating, but it goes south really fast. So be careful who you look up to um, investigate the devil and his fallen angels. This has been another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great day.